Hello, and welcome to the Agape House of Worship weekly podcast. Through this podcast, we hope and pray that you will be equipped and empowered to live the life that God has planned for you. If you are blessed by this message and would like more information, please visit our website at www.agapehousenj.org. Thank you and God bless. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for those wonderful testimonies. And thank you for what you are set to do here. Thank you, Father. We honor you. We adore you. We give you praise. Do what only you can do here. Heal the sick. Set the oppressed free. Perform signs and wonders in the lives of your people. Let glory and honor be to your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can we put our hands together as we, as we take our seats? Hallelujah. It's been a very inspiring service. And we thank God. Aren't you excited for those testimonies? You know, just look at how the quality of life, how people do better, they live better. No pain, healing, just because of what God can do. And we praise God for that. That's why we have the healing service. That's why we have this service, to create an atmosphere of healing. To create an atmosphere where people can have faith, people can believe God, we all can trust God that he would do signs and wonders in our midst. God still heals today. And I have no doubt he will heal you today in Jesus. You're here with sickness, with disease. If you're here, you've been injured. If you're here, you're afflicted. I want you to believe God. I want you to reach out. All right? Those people healed. Many of them did not have as much faith as you have now. Now you have a better faith. You've seen their testimony. I want you to reach out, even as I speak. I believe healing has started already. There's healing in the house already. If you have something that you can't do, I want you to do it. I want you to test it. I want you to just, you know, exercise your faith. All right? Even before we get to the moment of prayer. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to share briefly on the prayer that brings healing, the kind of prayer that brings healing. Now, if you study the Bible very well, there are all kinds of prayers in the Bible. Hallelujah. There are all manners of prayer, and the Bible is very clear about that. You just need to read it a little bit. You will see that even the scripture says we should pray with all kinds of prayer. Ephesians 6, 18 says we should pray in the Spirit on all locations, right, with all kinds of prayer and requests. Hallelujah. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, he tells us, I urge that prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. So this is mentioning different kinds of prayer. So when you look at the Scripture, 
there are different kinds of prayer, and it's good to know that. The reason why there are different kinds of prayer is there are different kinds of prayer for every occasion, all right? Each occasion in your life requires a different kind of prayer. So it's good for a child of God to know that, all right? Because without knowing that, it's like applying a wrong medicine for a sickness. All right, you don't want to do that. Now, in the case of God, obviously, it won't harm you. Prayer does not harm, all right? If you take a wrong medicine, it can harm you. No, prayer doesn't harm, but it means that you wouldn't get, you are not likely to get the best results. Praise the name of Jesus. The God that we serve is a God of all knowledge, right? The God of principle, and he has taken time to give us this information from the scripture, all right? That's why the scripture says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So it's important to know the kind of prayer for every occasion. So from the scripture we read, for example, in 1 Timothy 2.1, he says, you know, he talks about different kinds of prayer. Mentioned about three different kinds of prayer there. The first kind of prayer is called the prayer of supplication. And sometimes it's called the prayer of petition. All right? It's the most common, common prayer that we pray. It's called petition. Simply means request. It's a simple prayer of request. That's the most basic prayer. That's most likely the prayer you prayed this morning. That's most likely the prayer you prayed if you had your quiet time. Most of them are filled with requests. <clears throat> you know, and many of us are very good with that. So it's, you know, it's called prayer of request. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6 talks about that. Do not be anxious for anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Hallelujah. All right, so it's important. In Ephesians 6, 18, it says, praying at all times with all prayer and supplication. All right? It simply means request. But there's another type of prayer mentioned in Ephesians 4, 6. It is called a prayer of thanksgiving because it says we should not forget thanksgiving. So prayer of request usually will go with prayer of thanksgiving uh, because if you've been making requests, all right, at least when God does, uh, answers those prayers, he expects us to have prayer of thanksgiving. Many believers don't have as much prayer of thanksgiving. But when, even if you're a Christian, God has done a great things, he has some great things in your life, right? Colossians 1, 12 tells us, giving thanks unto the Father, who has made us qualified, all right, to be, to, 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 for the inheritance, in Christ Jesus, to share in the inheritance of the holy people in God's kingdom. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness, and he has translated us to the kingdom of his dear son. That's an example of a prayer in the Bible, and it's a prayer of thanksgiving. All right, the third prayer we share is called a prayer of consecration. All right, prayer of consecration. This is a prayer where we consecrate ourselves. Every believer must pray this on a regular basis. You know, in Romans chapter 1, he says, offer you, I mean, chapter 12, verse 1, he says, I beseech you, therefore, you know, in the light of the mercies of God, to offer yourself, all right, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. 
Now, one of the ways you do that is in the place of prayer. So a believer ought to once in a while, regularly actually, not once in a while, offer themselves, dedicate themselves, consecrate yourself. Tell Lord, I'm yours. A lot of our songs that we sing, they actually allude to that. They are, the heart of many of those songs is to give us, you know, an opportunity to consecrate ourselves to God. That's very, very important. Another type of prayer that a believer must pray, which is also mentioned in the Bible, is the prayer of intercession, all right? Prayer of intercession is when you pray for others, all right? When you're not only just, you're not making requests for yourself, but you are making requests for others. Hallelujah, all right? Uh, you know, and, and I think we made reference to that in 1 Timothy 2, 1. You know, intercession should be made for all men. I mean, we, we read many, many prayers of intercessions in the Bible. Abraham, for example, prayed for Sodom and Gomorrah. We, we read that from the scripture. Moses several times prayed, interceded for the children of Israel. All right? You know, so it is important for a believer to have all this prayer. Now, all this prayer that we've mentioned, they are helpful for healing. All right? They are very helpful for healing. They can be applied. That is, you can petition God on behalf of someone that is sick. Obviously, you can thank God on behalf of someone that is sick because of, you know, sick or healed, uh, whatever way. Uh, you can pray. You know, all these prayers at different instances can be used for healing. But there is a specific prayer that the Bible asks us to pray you know, that brings more result when it comes to healing. And that is called the prayer of faith. So I've mentioned about how many different kinds of prayer now. This is the fifth one, right? The prayer of request or prayer of supplication or petition, right? Prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of consecration, prayer of intercession, right? And the last one is the prayer of faith. And that is the prayer that was mentioned or that is mentioned in James chapter 5, verse 15. James chapter 5, verse 16, 15 says, And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. Right? And the prayer, let's read it together. Can we all read it together? And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And even if he has committed sin, he will be forgiven. I love that, that even the prayer of faith can override our sin. Right? The danger of sin is to affect our faith. If your faith can overcome your sin, you will still get healed. I don't know if you get that. So he said, you know, look, once a prayer of faith will save the sick person. It will heal the sick person. This scripture is very historical. This scripture, you know, was written by James, the brother of Jesus. And if you read that, it was a little casual. It wasn't like overly, it just mentioned them. I mean, is anyone sick? You know, let him, you know, let him pray, right? Let him go to the elders. Let him pray for him. I mean, he's giving instruction. You know, is anyone sorrowful? Let him pray. You know, is anyone joyful? Let him sing songs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let him sing psalms. That's... Because that's the only thing they sang in those days, Psalms, right? So that's, and I said, if is anyone sick, let him go to the elders. That's, he said, that's how you should live your life, all right? And he said, a prayer of faith 
will save the sick person. Now, for students of church history, this scripture was changed. The, the, the meaning of this scripture was changed several hundred years, around three, four hundred years after the death of Jesus Christ. It was actually redefined. This is actually, you know, now said, saving was, they put the word save there, even though it's the word heal. Supposed to be the word heal. And that's, and people now said, if someone is sick, they're terminally healed, there's a special prayer we do. They said that's the prayer he said we should do so that they can be saved when they get to heaven. But that's not what that scripture is saying. It's telling them, if you even put it in context, what he's saying is it will save that person, all right? Even if he has committed any sin, that sin will be forgiven. And we know that Jesus even did this when he prayed for the man that was lame, right? And he said, your sins are forgiven. And the man was healed. And people were saying, what is he talking about? Jesus said, which one is easy? I can say either one. Either one works. I can say you are healed. I can say you are forgiven. And the person will get healed. As far as I'm concerned, they mean the same thing. I just want the guy healed. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, so what is the prayer of faith? Because the reason why many times we don't experience results, we don't experience a lot of healing is because most times we pray prayer of petition, you know, for the sick person. Uh, so we don't get a lot of results. We get it once in a while, but we don't get as much result as we should get. So I'm going to tell you about the characteristics of the prayer of faith. You know, because part of this is not just to pray for the sick, it's to empower every one of us to pray for the sick. We want people to go home and pray for the sick. We want you to pray for your child when they are sick, pray for your friends, pray for your co-workers, pray for your neighbors, pray for everyone. You know, you just need to learn about the prayer of faith. So I'm going to tell you about some of the characteristics of the prayer of faith. This was also referred to in Mark chapter one, 11. If you go to Mark chapter 11, it talks about have faith in God, you know, which some, 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 some Bible translation says have faith from God. I like that. Have faith from God. That means our faith comes from God. Jesus answered, truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Hallelujah. So I'm going to give you uh, about five characteristics of a prayer of faith. And I'm hoping that you will take this, you will note it, you will note it down, all right? And you will use them. Many of us don't take notes. We just come. We just do church. We just go home. And we forget. You know, the sharpest memory is still as, is, is not as sharp as a dullest pen. The dullest pencil is sharper than the sharpest memory. All right? So I want you to take that. I was in uh, Tanzania, and my brother Dari was with me. He said he felt so ashamed when he saw the way people were taking notes, that people were like writing notes. And he said, I, I don't take notes like that when, my, when I'm at home. So I want you to take note of this. Amen. And you know, people say, you know, I'm going to listen to the tape again. There's a value in writing. 
that is connected to ability to remember. All right? Please take note of that. All right, number one, the prayer of faith hangs on the infallibility of the promise of God. Now, you can say that is a characteristic that is common to all kinds of prayer. That's true. All right? But we must start from that. But it's especially important for prayer of faith. Prayer of faith must rest on the promise of God. All right? 2 Corinthians 1.20 tells us, for no matter how many promises God has made, right? They are yes in Christ, right? And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. That means God says yes to his promises. I want you to turn to your neighbor that God always says yes to his promises. So that means God doesn't say, make a promise and say no, all right? All the promises that God has made in Christ, they are yes. As long as we go through Christ, they are yes. It's important. And God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a son of man that he should repent or change his mind, right? So his promises are sure. You know, his promises are solid. They are reliable. We can hang on them. We can believe on them. Isaiah 53 verse 5 tells us he was pierced for our transgression, right? He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. That is on Jesus and by his wounds, we are healed. Now, that is what the prayer of faith does. The prayer of faith hangs on the word of God. You see, the prayer of faith does not hang on. Sometimes, you know, we pray emotional prayer. We go to God, we say, God, please heal this person. He's such a nice person. He doesn't deserve this. I mean, they're good. I mean, they're, you know. But really, if you think about it, maybe they deserve it. I mean, you, you don't go to God and say, oh, so, so, so does not deserve this. Oh, he's so great. He's so nice. Uh, he's such a nice guy. He's such a great father. Such a great mom. Doesn't deserve to be sick. You know, God, please heal them. You see, that kind of prayer is not hanging on the word of God, right? It's hanging on the faithfulness of the person you are praying for. And if that faithfulness fails, that prayer fails. You know, one person that did that in the Bible was Abraham. Abraham went to pray for Sodom and Gomorrah. And he was so confident there will be some righteous people there. And he said, God, no, 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 no. Don't, don't destroy them. I mean, if we find 50 people that are righteous, don't, dis- don't, don't, don't. Will you not? God said, fine. They went. They couldn't find 50 people. I'm sure he was shocked. And the reason why he said that, there are a lot of churches in Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> there were mega churches. So he had to figure out, out of all these people, there will be 50 people righteous. His calculation was wrong. And he, you know, he even reduced the number. And after a while, he gave up. You know, he just gave up. He just said, you know what, I think this is too ridiculous. God, just do whatever you want to do. I've tried. But you know, there's another person that prayed another powerful prayer. Moses, God said he was going to destroy the children of Israel. God told Moses, you know what, I'm done with these people. I need to wipe them out. Let's go. Let's wipe them out. I'll raise another nation. And Moses said, Lord, you promised this. You remember? 
God, I mean, what will people say about you? I mean, you are the one that said you are going to deliver them. You are the one that said you are going to raise a nation out of them. You are the one that said this. If you destroy them, look at what people will say about you. And God, and that worked, and God changed. All right? So look at those two different kinds of prayer. One was resting on the faithfulness of God, right? One, the other was resting on the faithfulness of the people. Imagine Moses told God, God, if you can find 50 righteous people, will you not destroy the children of Israel? He might have failed. And most likely he will fail. So don't pray emotional prayer. All right? Pray the prayer of faith. Make sure your prayer is hanging on the promise of God. Hallelujah. The promise of God might not be emotional. Might not make you feel good as Oh, God, don't do this. This person doesn't deserve this. Sometimes those things make us feel a little more emotional and connected, but they don't always work. Number two, the prayer of faith is directed at the problem. It's not directed at God. And I think that really, really troubles a lot of us. That makes it difficult for a lot of us to pray it. And that's why most people don't pray it. All right? Because most other prayers are directed to God. When I'm praying a prayer of petition, I am saying, God, please do this, right? God, please help this person. Provide their need for their needs. God, solve this problem. Now, the prayer of faith is different. The prayer of faith says, if anyone, right, say to this mountain. Now, you are not saying to God now, right? The person praying is directing the prayer to who? To what? To the problem, to the mountain. You're not directing it to God. I want you to get that difference very clearly. He's saying to the mountain, go throw yourself into the sea. Now, I can face the mountain and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want you to throw this mountain to the sea. Father, you can do it. You are a mighty father. You have all the power. You can do everything. I am praying now, throw this mountain into the sea. That's it. That's, that will be prayer of petition, right? But there is a prayer of faith where the person faces a mountain and says, Mountain, in the mighty name of Jesus, I command you now, go, move, Throw yourself into the sea in the mighty name of Jesus. Those are two different kinds of prayer. Did you get that now? So a prayer of faith is directed at the problem. So when we are praying for healing, we are directing it to the problem. That doesn't mean a prayer of petition won't work, but it will work less. That's the point. If you want to get more results, right, you must, when you are praying for someone sick, you are directing it to the problem. So that means I find out what is going on, all right? If the person said, you know, the blood pressure is high, I said blood pressure, I command you in the name of Jesus, begin to go low. Now, or you can also say, Father, I pray you will touch his blood pressure. You know, that would be a prayer of petition. But the most effective prayer for sickness is the prayer of faith. Did you get what I'm talking about now? So the prayer of faith is directed toward 
the problem. All right, number three, very important. The prayer of faith is prayed with authority. You see, the prayer of petition, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of uh, consecration, the prayer of intercession does not require a lot of, a lot of authority. But when you are going to command a mountain to move, you must display some level of authority. Right? I mean, you have to have some boldness. You have to have some authority. And you have to believe you have authority to do it. Did you get what I'm talking about now? You have to believe that. And look at what he says. I'm going to go back to it again. Let's go back to uh, Mark. Truly, I tell you, verse 23, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say they will, have, will happen, it will be done for them. That is the prayer of faith that heals a sick person. All right? It is prayed with authority. The person knows that I have authority. Now, authority has been given to us by God. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. The Bible says to them who believe, he has given the authority to become children of God. As believers, we have that authority. And we can use that authority. Many of us, we don't know that we have that authority. So it's very hard for us to pray the prayer of faith. All right? So when, that's why when we see a sick person, we would rather pray prayer of petition. We would rather be crying. We would rather be shaking and hold them and say, Father, please do it. Do it for them. Do it in Jesus' name. Lord, please do it. Lord, please do it. Lord, please do it. You know? And we're exerting this energy. And maybe God is saying, you do it. Right? You do it. You pray the prayer of faith. You use the authority that I've given to you. Right? You do something about it. I don't know if you're getting this. I mean, this is messing you up, I know. But it is really powerful that if all of us begin to pray prayer of faith, we'll get more results. Hallelujah. It is prayed with authority. Number four, prayer of faith demands and expects results. I want you to understand that. The prayer of faith demands and expects results. Now, when you demand and expect results, that means you inspect the result, right? You inspect it. Because the prayer of faith is demanding results. Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, right, be removed, be cast into the sea, and you do not doubt in your heart. Now, that kind of prayer demands results. Because you are commanding a specific thing to, be, to happen, right? You are telling someone that can't move their hand, you are saying, hand, I command you to move. 
And sometimes it's even better to get a little more specific. If it's, okay, why is the hand not moving, right? You ask. So when you're praying for someone, they say, you know, my shoulder is this, it's frozen. And you say, why is he, why is he frozen, right? It's because uh, some cartilage or whatever is not working well or something like that. Then you get what to command, what to speak to, all right? Now, when you pray for that person, you are demanding results, and you are demanding the result now. Did you get what I'm talking about? That's how to pray a prayer of faith. You know, you are demanding the result now. You are saying it must happen now. And how do you know whether it happened or not? You inspect. You see, many times we don't inspect. That's why we don't really get results. That's why we don't pray prayer of faith. We just pray and move on. You know, we were praying, I was here on, on, on Friday at our night vigil, we were praying, and I saw, I was just watching people praying for, and one of the people prayed for a brother, and just pray for him, and just say, I pray for you, you know, I, I was watching, I just prayed, and I saw the brother moving, no inspection was made, so I called the brother, I said, what did they pray for you for? He said, my back, okay, I said, but we didn't check the back, whether he walked or not, he didn't even check, the person who prayed for him, I said, okay, let me pray for you. You know, so I said, well, so what is wrong? Uh, yes, I, I lifted something, you know, and I hurt my back. Okay, let's pray. Back, pain, we command you. And I said, check it. You know, he checked. He said, it's still there a little bit. We pray, and it got better before we, we left. What I'm saying is we got to get into that. Sometimes because we are so afraid it might not happen, then we don't check. We are afraid of the embarrassment. And that's important. That's true. All right? Now, you have to just find a way to deal with that, you know, because this is God's job, right? This is God's job. It is up to God to do the work, right? It's up to me to obey God, right? There will be times I won't get results. I have to prepare for that. I have to, you know, that's part of the shame with Christ. I'm serious. You know, that's part of the risk you take. The risk, it might not work, and that's why it's faith. Did you get what I'm talking about? Faith is risk. You're taking a risk on, on behalf of Christ, right? You are, you are just, you are, you are willing to be shameful for the sake of Christ. Because the same is applicable to evangelism. Right? The reason why people don't share their faith is because, what if I share my faith? And they, I, you know, and they said they don't want it. Then I will feel so bad. Oh, you don't need to feel that bad. There are people who will say, no, I don't want your faith. You know, so there are people, you know, so in, in this, there are times when you will not get results. Many times when you will not get results. You just not have to be discouraged because you are going to get some results. Did you get that now? And but that's result that but not doing anything means you will get zero results. I mean you are getting zero results now. You know, sometimes people get caught up in people who don't get healed. Okay, how come some people don't get healed? Why are you caught up in people who don't get healed? And so because some people don't get healed, then I'm not praying for anybody. That's not even a very logical conclusion. Is that logical? So let's say you are getting 20% results. You know, 
That's 20% that would never have been there. Right? At, in the, at all. That means, let's say one out of 10 people that I pray for get healed. I shouldn't, because of that, not pray for anybody anymore. Right? Am I making sense? Because that means even the one that will have gotten healed now is down to zero. So that's important. It's important to really demand results. Now, the more you demand results, the more you will see the results. Hallelujah. I'm going to read a scripture for us. Mark chapter 8, verse 22, verse 25. Then he came to Bethesda, and they brought a blind man to him. This is Jesus. And begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. You see Jesus now? He asked the man, did you see anything? Did you get that? So Jesus inspected it. Jesus didn't just pray and walk away, right? So he asked the man, did you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see men like trees. That means I'm not seeing well. I mean, like, I see, like, partially walking. I see men like trees walking. I mean, they just, I just see, like, figures. Then he put his hand on his eyes again and made him look up, and he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Did you get that now? So you see that if Jesus did not demand, if Jesus did not inspect, he would have left the man partially blind. From being totally blind to partially blind. I mean, he might be cutting heads of people thinking, thinking he's cutting trees. <laughs> because he said, I see them, they are like trees. And he will have a good defense, right? Before a judge and say, oh, no, I thought they were trees. <laughs> so we should demand results and we should inspect. You know, if you look at the stories, many, even many of the healings that we have now is because there was some inspection. That's how you know. And the last one, which I'm going to say, is, is persistent. Now, Jesus prayed again. The man said, well, I see men like tree. So that means a lot of times, none of us has, you know, the level of accuracy of Jesus, the level of faith of Jesus, you know. But we are getting there in Jesus' name. We're getting there. But what it means is if Jesus also, a lot of time, didn't have results immediately. I don't know if that is helping some people. Does that make you feel better? I mean, it makes me feel better. You know, that Jesus didn't get result immediately in all these instances. All right? You know, that's, that's, that, that should tell you. So, persistency is very important. So, Jesus was persistent. So, we must be persistent. When you are praying a prayer of faith. So, if someone comes to you and say, I can't move my arm, or, you know, and you pray for them. All right? And they can move it a little bit. Or sometimes you pray for them, they can't move it at all. That happens a lot. I mean, 
especially a lot of sicknesses sometimes are caused by demonic forces. I mean, I have prayed in, in an instance where I went like an hour with no result. I mean, just, just imagine you are praying for one person. This was a demonized case. I was praying, I was praying, no result. And at some point after long praying, then something began to happen. Just imagine there was no persistence. You know, so persistency is very critical when you're praying a prayer of faith. I mean, yeah, there are times when maybe you didn't have time, you couldn't go on. How about schedule another day to continue? How about say, you know what, I will do this. Each time we meet, we're going to pray, and we're going to demand results. What you should do is still follow, still demand results. When you're praying for people, you should always demand results. Now, with that, be persistent. One of our brothers said he was prayed for, Richard, four times, right? And I think, or maybe, I don't know if it's him or on the, I think the one on the knees, on the knees now. Was prayed for four times. What happened? I mean, they prayed the first time. The thing didn't go. Thank God we had some persistent prayer people, right? Many of these testimonies would not have occurred. They wouldn't. You know, you pray and the person tests it and you pray again four times. Four times. You know, it takes persistency to pray four times because obviously your checking is not moving and sometimes it's moving gradually and you pray again. That is how it works. All right? And for those of you who are believing God for healing, be persistent in your faith. Don't get discouraged easily. Don't just, oh, no, it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, you know, I knew it wasn't going to happen anyway. I just wanted to try it. You know, and you just move on. No, 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 no. Persistency, pace. Praise the name of Jesus. We're going to pray, but I have some word, and I believe some of our people have word, so we're going to uh, try to do that first. Uh, if you can get people on the keyboard to a uh, musician to come, that would be great. Uh, but while I was praying here, I was praying, I think there's someone here that has jaw issue, and I don't know, I had the word jaw and surgery. So I don't know if you had a surgery on your jaw or you're about to have a surgery. I don't know how those are connected, but I believe the Lord wants to heal someone today who had a problem, a jaw issue, all right? And the Lord wants to, you know, he wants to bring healing to you in the name of Jesus. If you're, if you're such person, we're going to pray for you. And I think we're just going to call, we're just going to ask you to come out so we can pray for you as we call all these situations I think some were called earlier, all right? Some were called earlier. Dickness, when they called some people earlier, situations we are calling out. And if any of those situations applies to you, it's just better to come forward so we can at least pray for you and believe God. If God alights your situation, it's because he wants you to have faith. He's ready to heal you. And there's also someone that has complications from surgery. So you're having some pain as a result of complications from, uh, from some form of surgery. The Lord wants to heal you. And I, just, and I just want you to come out and be healed. Hallelujah. 
just want it to come out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's also someone that has neck issues. I think you have some inability to move in certain directions in your neck. Inability to move. Uh, you are restricted because of some neck, some issues in your neck. I believe the Lord wants to heal that. And I'd like you to step forward. All right? All right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. If you're called, all right, please. And I think we, we call the issue of uh, blood issue, right? Blood diseases. And the Lord wants to heal you. If you have any, any form of blood disease, the Lord wants to heal you. All right? Hallelujah. The Lord wants to heal you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So what's your what's your what's yours? to participate, I want you, why don't you not be a spectator because you are not right, why don't you just begin to worship, the worship is going to give us some songs of worship begin, I mean you don't have to stand up, you can sit down and just worship, but you can just begin to intercede, right, you can begin to pray as we pray for them you can begin to just join us to pray for them that we want to see breakthroughs we want to see healing Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
prepare any word. I mean, please be specific, be succinct. Just call the situation and those people can know. All right? Anyone with word of knowledge in the team, please come up and share them. You know, just mention the situation and just uh, and so that the person can really experience. They can come. All right? We need this mic working, please. I had issues with people's tissues. God wants to restore tissues. Tissues that are dead. God wants to restore tissues. Okay. Dead tissues. The Lord, if you have any condition that has to do with tissues that are dead, the Lord wants to restore them. So if you have that situation, please come out and just uh, be prayed for. All right? All right? Uh, there's someone here with pain in the knee. The Lord wants to heal you. Pain in your knee. Knee problem. Knee problem. All right. Once we get testimony, please let's make sure we're able to get, we're t we test them. All right, let's test this issue. Let's apply the same prayer we pray. We, we just learned. Hallelujah. Someone has like a, a, a left eye pain. Maybe it's a migraine. I don't know. But it's, it's on your left. It just radiates from um, your eye up. That's... Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, we speak healing now. I command every situation here, be healed in Jesus' name. I release your healing power over everyone I command that jaw be healed in Jesus name and I command that neck be free in the name of Jesus I command that neck be free now in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus A couple of words of knowledge. One of them, somebody has a very painful wrist. Painful wrist. It's almost functioning like a carpal tunnel type of syndrome. Um, the other one is a lump in the breast. A lump in the breast. Um, the next one is someone has a thought of death. And actually, that was confirmed by two people. Um, spirit of death. Specifically, the person has, um, this is from one of our sisters, that this person is afraid of sudden death. That's because you lost someone close to you. But God wants, you to, God wants to tell you, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. The other one is migraine. Migraine. You've been having migraines and you just think you've lived with it, but the Lord says you're healed right now in Jesus' name. And finally, somebody has painful periods. 
when it's that time of the month, you just, you become immobilized. You're not able to be functional. The Lord is healing you right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you are here to be prayed for, just wave your hand. There's someone here to be prayed for. Okay, there are people to be prayed for. All right. So we have a testimony. stop now even if you're praying let's, let's just let's just hold it a little bit i mean i think this will encourage people we are praying for all right so we have someone here with a testimony praise the lord can we can we can we talk, can we can we listen let's everyone listen even if you have been prayed for just listen to this testimony i um can we have a, this mic loud a little about like a month ago I've been having this neck pain, and um, I've been to the chiropractors like a couple of times. I still I, I have um, an appointment like next week. So <laughs> when they um, told us to come out, I was a little bit hesitant. Like I went outside, and but I came back. So I was standing right there, and um, the pastor prayed for me, and um, he told me to try it out, and um, I did. There was still a little bit of pain, so I I told him, and he prayed again. So right now, I feel no pain no more. I like I told him like it was quite unbelievable. Like I've never had such an experience, and um, it was so surreal. And praise the Lord. Father, we declare this is permanent in Jesus' name. So healing is here. Hallelujah. So if you come here, even if your case wasn't called, if you have any sickness, I want you to step out and be prayed for. I like to just pray a general prayer. Lord, I thank you because healing is here. And I command every situation that has to do with sickness and disease, I command you to go now in Jesus' name. I speak healing. I declare healing to your knee, to your jaw, to your stomach. I declare that blood disease, you must end now in Jesus' name. I declare pain, you must leave now in the name of Jesus. I declare freedom in the name of Jesus. Lord, let healing move through this house now and touch everyone. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Can we try it out? Let's try out those situations. Let's try it out. Let's try them out. Father, in the name of Jesus.
going to share a few more testimony. I think we have uh, one person here with a testimony. Ma, can you come up and share your testimony so people can be, can be encouraged? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. My name is Sister Rosinoni. Um, I came with uh, Dr. Joke Amale. Uh, I live in New York. Since June, I can't go to work because I have pain in my knees. I already did surgery for this one, but all of a sudden, um, this one started, and I can't even go to work. I can't even stand for one minute. I don't even know how God did it today. I can't stand like this. One second, I'll be tired, and I'll be pain, having pain, and I will say, I want to sit down. I can't stand. I can't even bend it. So when they say, come out, I say, no, I don't want to fall. I'm not going to go out there because I know what's going to happen, that I'm going to fall. Everything can buckle any time, then I'll find myself on the floor. So the Spirit said, go out. This program is for you. Because I came, I came all the way yesterday, that inside that ring, I said, no, come with me, I will be there. And I came here, and I saw everybody was coming out. I said, why, why should I go out? If I fall now, I don't want to put this church into trouble. And the Spirit said, go out. The program is for you. And I came out. And the, my, one of my mom prayed for me. And the other man came and they prayed. They said, move it. I said, no, I can't do that. He said, move it. Then I move it. And I bend it. And I walked forward. I walked backward. And I said, wow. I can't believe this. You're going to help me shout three hallelujahs. Praise the Lord. On your seating. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I can even go. Your healing is permanent in Jesus' name. Your healing is permanent. Never again in the name of Jesus. Stiffness go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think we have another one here. I can see God doing something in her life. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, so I fell and... Um, I haven't, I've been having issues with my knees. And trust me, for some time, I haven't been able to squat. Ugh. This I've not done in a while. And you know, when it started, I mean, when we started here, I was looking up for support before I could do this. But I can do this and I can stand, I mean, I can still stay here like this. That's a testimony. Praise the Lord. Ah. Praise the Lord. It is permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't go. Let's persist. All right. Let's pray for people. If you have any, any, any sickness in your body and you want to be prayed for, just come out. I mean, at some point, we're going to dismiss the service. Uh, and we, but we'll continue to pray for people who need prayer. But we'll take a few more minutes. We just want you to be encouraged. 
We want to be with you to be part of what God is doing before we dismiss the service. But we'll take a few more testimony. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless. Amen. Um, today is my first service here on a Sunday. And um, when the first sister came out to talk about what she dreamt about concerning blood conditions and fibroid, I felt God was talking to me that it might not be my case, but because they mentioned blood, I should get up and just come out. And um, when my sister was praying with me, she started mentioning things that I didn't even tell her. Hurt and pain. Um, I studied medicine in Nigeria. I came into the U.S. thinking I'll be able to practice. But because of my medical condition, I gave it up. I called around different residency programs and no one could tell me I'll be accepted. So I gave it up. And that shame, that hurt, that oppression, I didn't know it's always been in me. I just sort of put it back that I'm okay with what I'm doing. But of course I see my friends, they're consultants. Some of them are professors. And I'm like, why? Why do I have to keep going through this? But I know God has taken care of it all today. And that shame is no more. And that pain and hurt is no more. I thank you, Lord. I'll just give you praise, oh Lord. Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm asking you, you overwhelm her now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, overwhelm her now in Jesus' name. Take away every form of oppression, every form of shame. In the mighty name of Jesus, every cloud covering you in Jesus' name, I command that cloud be lifted now in Jesus' name. That cloud be lifted now in the name of Jesus. Let there be peace. The peace that passes understanding. And Lord, we ask for a restoration of dreams and visions in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God is awesome. Hallelujah. We have our sister Ada here. Hallelujah. What I have is both a testimony and a confirmation of Sister Yohande's word. So um, about five years ago, when I was pregnant with my son, I was diagnosed with um, tinnitus. Um, some people call it ringing in the ear. That's where you hear, is it that you're hearing the ringing sound or you're hearing some sort of sound or noise in your ear? So then I told the doctor at the time, and he said, oh, pregnancy comes with a lot of things, and then when you have the baby, it will be gone. So um, I had the baby, it didn't go. This is the baby, he's five years, and I was, I've been dealing with that for the past five years. Like, it's so bad that when I try to fall asleep, it takes me like two hours to fall asleep because of the noise. It's, the noise is really bad when it's quiet. When, there's, when I'm in a noisy environment, it's fine. But when it goes quiet, it's so loud, like I'm going crazy. I wasn't hearing voices, so <laughs> get that straight. But I was hearing that noise. 
So I saw a specialist, I was referred to JFK, I saw a specialist and they, after everything they did, they said he has no cure. They enrolled me for a study. I'm like, this is hopeless, I don't need a study. So some other specialists um, contacted me and I was given a hearing aid to use. So what that hearing aid is supposed to do, produce white noise to mask the noise I was hearing, or sound I was hearing in my ear. So I used the hearing aid for like a week. It was frustrating because the hearing aid was producing its own noise, supposed, supposed to mask my noise, and there was just so much noise. And then people would be talking to me like, you know, shouting, I'm like, I, don't, I hear, you know, so this is different. So I used it for like a week, but I tossed it. I'm like, this is not helping. I started seeking for um, healing. So every Super Sunday, I would come to church, they would call out people with conditions, I will come out, I didn't get healed. So at some point I gave up. This is five years. I gave up and I decided to live with it since it has no cure. I, I just got used to the, to, the, to the noise in my ear. So on um, Thursday night, I had a dream. And in that dream, um, I came for the concert, not the night vigil, I came for the concert. And while I was on the line to come in for the concert, a lady in this church, not a minister, not nothing, just a regular lady in this church, she told me, and she said, you need to pray against um, ovarian cyst and blood disorder. So in that dream, I called my mom, I told her, this is what someone told me. And she's like, oh, that blood disorder should be for Jaden. I'm like, why Jaden? He doesn't have a blood disorder. So when I woke up in the morning, I called Sister Ike, I told her. And she said, why do you guys think it's Jaden? Does he have anything? I, I was like, no, he doesn't. She said, are you going to be at the night vigil? I, I, was, I wasn't sure. Because I had worked seven days back to back. I worked overnight. So that Friday I was going to be off. And I already made plans of how I was going to sleep for 12 hours. So I didn't plan on coming for the night video. But eventually I came for the night because she insisted I had to be there for the night video. I came for the night video. And they started calling out conditions during the night video. And they said if you want to stand in the gap for someone, come out. I knew I was going to stand in the gap for my mom because she has something going on too with her health. But they mentioned the hearing thing. <clears throat> but I'm like, oh, I'm used to this already. It has no cure. But something said to me, yes, it has no cure medically, but God can still give you a miracle. So I came out for the hearing problem, and um, Minister Tsundi Olugoju prayed for me. And then he said something. He said, the only voice or sound you're going to hear with your ears is the word of God. And I just held on to that at that instant. And then I went home. And I tried to sleep. I was listening to see if I would hear it. I didn't hear it. I woke up on Saturday. I listened the whole day. It seemed like I was missing it because it was, I was used to it. I was missing the sound I hear in my ear. The whole Saturday, I didn't hear it. I came for the concert. Of course, it was noisy, so I wouldn't hear it. But I went home on Saturday night. I listened attentively. I didn't hear nothing. So till this minute, I still haven't heard it. So I just want to believe that it's permanent. This is after five years, and the Lord did it. Never again in Jesus' name. Never again in the name of Jesus. Your healing is permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we put our hands together and give Jesus all glory and all honor? Let's honor him. Let's worship him. Let's put our hands together. Let's appreciate him. Is a good God. Let. Sing with me, how great 
this place alright we still have maybe room for 100 150 people maybe at least 100 people now that we could have accommodated so next time please let's invite someone can we do that let's invite you see you saw the testimony right let's invite someone many people will actually go to church if someone invite them I'm sure we all know someone sick someone who just want to experience God what we experience here every Sunday is so awesome that many lives can be changed by it. I mean, we are so used to it that we don't think it's special anymore. But it's so special. And it's up to us to please take it out there and tell others. Amen. All right. And uh, I'll make a few announcements, please, uh, you know, so we can close. We can have a seat and make a few announcements. All right, we need to do our confession. So I'll just do the confession. All right, please. 